Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, Episode 67. The following is the recitation of Psalm 61, aka Perek or Mizmor Samech Aleph. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 61 Lamnatseach al niginat le David Shima Elohim Rinati Hakshiva Tefilati Mikte Haaretz Elecha Ekra Baatof Libi Bitsur Yarum Mimeni Tanchini Ki Hayita Machse Li Nigdal Oz Mipne Oyev Agura Ve Ahalcha Olamim Echese the Seter Knafecha Sela Ki Ata Elohim Shamata Lin Darai Natata Yerushat Yer A Shemecha Yamim Al Yeme Melech Tosif Shinotav Kimo Dor Vador Yeshev Olam Lifne Elohim Chesed Veemet Min Yin Seruhu Kain Azamra Shimcha Laad Lishalmi Nidarai Yom Yom Psalm 61 is perhaps a continuation of the last psalm where David is king and fighting against enemies, or perhaps it's when he was younger and running away from King Shaul far from home, or it's meant to be a generic enough psalm for anyone who is distant from home to be able to connect to that feeling of calling out to God despite their distance and requesting that God hear their prayer. The Mizmor starts out al-Niginot on some sort of special instrument meant to create an eternal feel and starts off with the language of rinati, my cry and ends with Azamra Shimcha La'ad, I will sing hymns to your name forever. So we're left off with this sense of the narrator having worked through something difficult. I'm going to share with you my personal reflection in this Mizmor, because I was going through something seemingly totally unrelated, but thankfully, learning this Mizmor actually got me through to where I needed to be. Baruch Hashem. Hopefully not too long-winded, I will highlight 
key points in the background to what I was going through before I really understood this, Miss Moore. I had come across a blog of a certified movement therapist who deals with women in healthy relationships that have what she refers to as trauma trapped in their bodies, and her theory is that movement with a guided therapist can help to relieve the trauma by rewiring the nervous system, where you learn to become comfortable with the discomfort you have within your body itself in ways that talking things out cannot heal. Something about this theory was, although quite alternative, speaking to me, and so I delved further. The movement therapist mentioned a new term called awareness toxicity, a state of being overly aware of your emotional state to the point where it's actually unhealthy for your body and causes you to escape your body, so to speak, and stay in your mind, thereby not healing and potentially even causing continued or further damage. I felt like this concept of halting oneself from gaining further emotional awareness challenged everything I have been doing here with this podcast, and yet I could see the validity in her statement and had to consider its impact. Ironically, and yes, the humor is not lost on me, I got into a weird headspace where I began to overthink whether or not I was emotionally overthinking, and if this was detrimental not only to me, but also to you, my listeners. The last thing I am trying to do is cause harm, and if nothing else, I am trying to create a way that we can emotionally relate and understand the text that David HaMelech left for us to be able to make a potentially incredible connection through precisely gaining awareness of ourselves and others. I felt lost almost. My heart was just not into my learning. As I battled if I should continue to try to gain more awareness or was that somehow detrimental. At the same time, I was still trying to connect to something and gain clarity, but was only able to really half listen to the shiurim on different topics for this Ms. Moore. And then it happened. I sat down and said, Okay, what are the words of this psalm even saying? It starts off similar to other psalms with David asking for Hashem to listen to his cry. But then by the third Pesach, I started to get chills. From the end of the earth I call to you, when my heart is faint or weak, lead me to a rock that is high above me. David was talking about his some enemies, like usual, but... I was my own enemy in this case, and I was in a far disheartened place, needing some perspective. Then the Mizmor goes on to explain how Hashem has always been his refuge and protector and a tower of strength against his enemies, and I reflected how how much during the, this past year of this podcast, there has been countless times where I have really felt the blessings of Hashem in my life because of the awareness that going through and learning and understanding has done for me. Then in Pusik 6, I was like, whoa, and maybe it's not a big deal to you when David talks about his nidarai, his vows to praise God and asks in the last Pusik for Hashem to extend his years so 
that he can fulfill that vow, yom yom, day after day. And I was like, aside from the fact that I don't think David has addressed his vows up until this point that I can recall, had I made a vow without realizing that I did? Is the commitment to this podcast in itself a vow that I need to at least try to stay committed to for that reason, if for no other? But what if it's unhealthy? My mind kept coming back to. Okay, so here is where my sensible, grounded husband (laughs) helped me to stop cycling in my unnecessarily complicated circles and pointed out that not only has this podcast been a Baruch Hashem healthy outlet and endeavor for me and for the listeners that he knows of, but that the topics for the podcast are Baruch Hashem coming to me intuitively, and are not topics that I am toxically ruminating on endlessly or going down dangerous rabbit holes with and, and ceasing to function in a healthy way. Why do I bring that up? There was a study done with emotionally intelligent people, how the theory had always been that emotionally intelligent people make really great employees because they are great team players since they have a good awareness with how to work with others, etc. But what they found, though, was that those who were rated as the top 10% of emotionally intelligent people in the workplace would actually start to perform worse as leaders because they were no longer able to act on the decisions that were needed. They would start to overthink and overanalyze all the outcomes for, say, firing someone, etc., and stop being able to function in their position. Now, an opposite of that scenario where you are able to be in your body instead of overthinking and actually function is riding a bike, for example where when you are first learning, you have to overthink all the steps and the balance involved. And eventually, you just learn to trust your body instead of thinking through all the steps. And you simply perform. So what is the healthy balance if you are going to be learning along with me all this emotional awareness information? Recognizing the point at which things become disabling is key. If you see that you are stuck ruminating on anything and are unable to function because of it, you either need some perspective on high to ground you, or you need to learn how to trust your intuitive instincts and go with it, so long as it doesn't continue to be a detriment. What I loved about learning this week was not only that it reinforced why I am doing what I am doing, but that it helped me to personally understand how even though we see the same old story of David running away from his enemies on so many occasions, the Psalms are written in a brilliant way to touch and reach people and different points and moments throughout their emotional journeys on big or small or even ruminating cyclical thinking scales and help you start on the path to a healthy mindset if you let it at the right time. May we all learn the balance of being comfortable in our present state without overthinking and not only heal, but have a greater perspective for how to continue to feel regulated and whole 
with all the new knowledge we come across or actions we partake in. The learning and recitation for this episode is in honor of the healing of those who get stuck and caught up in toxic cycles, either physically, emotionally, or spiritually. May they have a complete and speedy refuash lema and find comfort. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nurseNisa1 N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining okay.